This is uh, Officer Kikowski saying that love is not admissible evidence, and shut up, Leonard. Shut up, Leonard. I'm Matt. I'm Andrew. And we like community. We do. Um, we got some news. Yeah, before we, before we get into our discussion of episode five of season six, and before we get to um, the, the little bit of news that we have, let's say thanks to Alex Machina oh, yeah. of Slackery.com. What a great guy. He gave us a theme song. Yep. And we like it. So go check out Slackery.com for all your... for those mic noises I just made. I had to make a little adjustment. No, I'm sorry. You did. Uh, so th- this isn't so much news as uh, it's just a fun little thing. Fun little happening. Uh, I decided to um, share the podcast on a little website called Reddit. What's that? Uh, it's the front page of the internet. You talking about Dig? <laughs> yeah. So Reddit, uh, you know, it's a website, and there's a community subreddit, yeah. which is what they call the the separate forums. You know. Yeah. As you do. Dude, is Reddit a thing that people know about now? I don't know. You know me. I despise Reddit. I think they're all a bunch of communists. <laughs> I'd like to distance myself. Well, you also don't like YouTube comments. No, you're no. Like, well, I don't like the you're internet. You're against the internet. I don't like the internet when you get down but to But you it. love Yahoo Screen. I love Yahoo Screen. Uh, so we just wanted to uh, say thanks to everyone who was, who's listening now uh, because they found us through yeah. that post or who've been listening all along, and, yeah. including some people who... Who said, "Hey, love the show"? Yeah, like Mental Man seventy two. What a what a great guy. He says he's waiting for Arrested Development coverage, and uh, as we mentioned a couple episodes ago, and we forgot immediately to mention yep. ever again, <laughs> we have a Patreon account. Patreon busted free, and if you and it took him till he was sixty three, if you enjoy this, nobody cared about the goddamn inquiry. Then you can go there and uh, support us. Yeah, or if you want me to not sing my bad cover of Rilo Kiley songs, you can you give us money and tell us to not do that, but still talk about community. Yeah, the, this podcast will always remain free. Yeah, uh, but through patreon you can support us in a monetary way mm-hmm. and uh when we reach certain uh benchmarks we will give back to you yeah. extra episodes yeah. as a patreon uh donor and that can be about any show you like you you, yeah. you make a suggestion the you and the other donors vote on it and then we'll, we'll talk about some other show that you want us to talk about yep uh there's there's some more people who yeah, said that someone said they were a listener since season five uh, uh shout out I, to I them i think that was rumple fumple that's a great name. Yeah, Rumple Fumble's great. She uh she 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 defended us against someone who was not happy with us at one point, I recall. Uh and I'm assuming she's a lady because she's got a Britta thing next to her face. I mean, she could just this this user. She could, could just like enjoy Britta. Britta. It's yeah. true. Like, like many of us, at least half of this show enjoy Britta. <laughs> <laughs> um uh, there's a name there's a name that we maybe don't want to say on, on the show who likes us a lot. Who? I'm talking about you know what I'll say it. I'll take that hit Thundercut oh. three <laughs> Thundercut the third is, is isn't that someone who's also on Twitter I kind of remember they were mentioned on Douglas movies once oh perhaps well anyway thanks for listening Thundercut uh, <laughs> we we we're, we're, we're glad to have you on board yeah lots of uh, you know lots of love yeah so thank thanks yeah thanks Reddit thank and if you if you're discovering us for the first time because of Reddit what, welcome what's up enjoy. One of us likes Reddit, the other does not. What a kooky pair. And uh, you got a whole big backlog of of, uh, of a couple of seasons. Almost of 100. 
Yeah, we're almost 100 episodes of yeah. us. Yeah. Yeah. That seemed like you were tagging at 100, it's not going to be us anymore. <laughs> no, I'm saying of, of our, of yeah. Shut Up Leonard. Yeah. Community's already reached 100. Yes, yeah, so that's But because true. of our kooky, out-of-order way of doing this, yeah. uh, we're, we're really not... throwing the word kooky around today. <laughs> you said it once, it got in my brain. Yeah. That's what happened. Yep. We're, we're like a bunch of cavemen over here. We're so kooky. <laughs> <laughs> was that a... Who were the, what's the kooky caveman? Was that from Scooby-Doo? <laughs> Uh, I think it was just a Hanna-Barbera thing. Okay. Was it a shared universe thing where the kooky cavemen and then several Hanna-Barbera oh, shows? Certainly. They had that racing show. The kooky cavemen had their own show? That's no, no, no. I'm saying... Uh, oh, the... Yeah, the... I remember... I, remember I mean, Wacky Racers combined a lot of different things, but I don't... Th- that's not the... That's not the Hanna-Barbera one. That's, um... Why are you spelling it so weird? <laughs> How do you spell it? Oh, I'm thinking a lot of, of troubles there. <laughs> I'm thinking of the, You're thinking of a comedy... I'm thinking of a comedy bang-bang thing. Bang, bang thing. They, they had the kooky cavemen... But there is a cave. It's I think it's Captain Caveman. Yeah, well, Captain Caveman. That's definitely a Hanna Barbera thing. And he was on Wacky Racers. Sure. Okay. The Kooky Caveman were a band uh, produced by the Bachelor Brothers. Two great characters on Comedy Bang Bang. Go check out that right now. They uh, they, they they show up in the TV show episode. Clark Gregg wears a navy blazer and a white collared shirt. So that's a lot of fun. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> a little <laughs> Scott Ackerman tribute there. Uh, but let's get on with the show. <laughs> Uh, so episode five of season six is called it's called back up off that mic so i don't peek it's called laws, laws of, of robotics, robotics and party, party rights, rights. Uh, before i wrote it down i thought it was party ethics i like either one mm. actually i thought it was party politics <laughs> oh, <that's, laughs> we're all on that same wavelength yeah uh, so a general overview of yeah, this episode overview. Uh, there's kind of two things going on yeah. Uh, Greendale, uh, th- through a new program, will be accepting uh, convicts, a yeah. small number of convicts, uh, which they will be paid generously uh, to do so. 300 grand. Yeah. And uh, the other storyline is that Britta wants to throw a party uh, because midterms happened and uh, because she lives with Annie and Abed, she has to follow Annie's rules and she finds a way around those rules. Oh, that reminds me of something. We did We did get someone to follow up to tell us which one of us was insane oh, during the whole... Yes. Uh, and apparently I was the insane one. It was, how many episodes ago was that? Uh, I want to say two. Two, yeah. Um, but... Uh, there was there was a, uh, a, a moment Andrea. in the scene <laughs> where there's a picture in the background of <laughs> Troy, Annie, and... and uh, no, it's... it's we, we're not sure who it is <laughs> in, the, sure in the picture. We never found that out. <laughs> uh, but, when, but when we discussed it, both of us... <laughs> Some, we started discussing opposite ends of the discussion. I don't know we, what we was both, going on. We both misinterpreted what the other meant. Yeah. And could not figure out what the hell we were talking about. And it led to a bit of a giggle fest. Yeah. Uh, and uh, shout out to Andrea on Twitter, who, uh, who who tweeted that the show was worth listening to just for that insane debacle that <laughs> happened. Uh, and then when I followed up with her, she informed me that uh, she could not wrap her head around what I was asking. Yeah. Uh, and so apparently I was the insane one, <laughs> and you made perfect sense. <laughs> Good. I'm glad sometimes I make sense. Uh, but thank you to Andrea for finally settling that debate. Uh, you know, a lot of activity on our Twitter in the last week, actually. Uh, our, our old friend at Philly Cat was, was tweeting about Cougar Town, because, of course, there was another Cougar Town this cast episode, member in yeah. this episode. And uh, I humiliated you in revealing uh, my my uh, you were defeated by me in the community quiz and quiz up. You know, I was I was out of practice. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, well, I submitted. I I challenged you months ago when yeah. you were in practice. But I had stopped playing quiz up shortly you, after you challenged you me. You sat on that quiz for months. You finally got back back in just to lose to to old Maddie B. Yeah, so I'm out again. How does that <laughs> just feel? Like give up on quiz up? <laughs> quiz up's kind of like a weird sham. I don't know. Well, I posted a near perfect score on that quiz. I used to be able to get perfect scores on the community quizzes. It just I should have played in not my on, peak. Not on this one. Played out of not practice. On this one. You lost. Uh, sports people know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Anyway. With the weird throbbing image on, on TweetDeck. <laughs> oh, if yeah. anyone out there knows why TweetDeck is throbbing these days when I click on pictures, help me out, because I've tweeted them and they're no help. That's uh, strange. But when I look at pictures on TweetDeck, they throb. <laughs> they kind of move uh, in and out or up and down in a weird way. Yeah. They, Just I mean, throb. very subtly. They throb. <laughs> yeah, I want, I want to make sure people understand what you mean by throb. <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, let's get into this episode. Yeah, so we gave the overview. <laughs> let's start at the top. We get some first trailer line. moments. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, sure. <laughs> okay. So, you said trailer moments, and then you didn't elaborate. So. Well, I, I was I was hoping someone would have my back, but I, 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 I can see. You're referring line. to the fourth Ghostbuster line. Yeah. Okay. And there's another line. Oh, the and trailer. the the line that I absolutely love. Yeah. Where where Jeff tells the dean just do it, and he says, "Oh, fine." Yeah. <laughs> oh, you got me. Yeah. Uh, so uh, the dean is saying Frankie's got a new plan to get us in the black. Yeah. Which dean says, "Hey, it's weird. Black is usually bad." And then he notices Elroy says, "You know, in terms of cats and uh, bananas, bananas." <laughs> uh, and then Elroy has this great line about uh, being—he's he, not here to to give them approval to say the word black because he's nobody's fourth Ghostbuster. What What I absolutely love about that moment is that. <laughs> Uh, Elroy didn't notice the Dean's flub. Yes. At all. Everyone had to make him notice they it. They all looked at him. And then pointedly. he goes, fine, what, is this yeah. what you're looking at me for? Yeah. It was kind of a, a like a more real moment. Yeah. Where El- Elroy does not care. Yeah. At all. And I don't know if this is revealing of maybe my own inner uh, <laughs> thoughts uh, and accidental racisms. I accidentally, I meant to write down fourth Ghostbuster and I accidentally wrote down black Ghostbuster. <laughs> oh, no. Uh... You know, it's, you know, yeah. <laughs> but I also enjoy that in this moment um, and, and with the Dean's follow up, he, he is that embodiment of Dan Harmon's non-racism racism. Yes. Where uh, he says, in fact, before you came along, they, had, they two. had two. And then Jeff has to stop him. <laughs> yeah. And then he follows with, they had to step back to remind themselves <laughs> that they're all not just one ray of light, which I also thought was really interesting wording. A group of white people as a ray of light. <laughs> yeah. It's, I think that's exactly how Dan Harmon would word it yeah. in one of his race rants. <laughs> yeah. And then he'd have to step it back because yeah. he realizes. Non-racism is sometimes still racism. racism. Yeah. Um, okay, and then we have, uh, so then Britta pitches the party idea, uh, Annie shuts it down. Yeah, so I, I think in this moment, um, this is kind of a, uh, I mean, this is a little cynical of me, but like, this is a kind of like a, a, a reminder that they live together because Britta living with Annie and Abed is kind of new Yeah. still. So the way that they open that up is like, remember Britta lives there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then they, well, they have the moment where, uh. And he shuts it down by saying, "Hey, you know, you're you just moved in. You don't you don't have equal say like yeah. we do. You're a coucher." Mm-hmm. And then Abed does his Jerry Seinfeld thing. Was like, "She's a coucher. She sleeps on the couch," which I like for Elroy's reaction, which he just gives Abed a dead stare at that. Uh, what you're a fan of Seinfeld? Yeah, that's true. What do you think of that? I think I I like it. I like I think it makes it worth it the second time around when it just goes off and becomes kind of insane. 
You do you think that that means that Abed likes Seinfeld? Yes. Is that something that Seinfeld would say? No. Do you think? I think that's kind of part of the charm is this hoisting a Seinfeld impression on what is really not. I mean, there's maybe a ten percent Seinfeld bit uh, representation in okay. this. Because I I even thought maybe uh, on on the podcast Harmon Town. Uh, Dan Harmon has done a character. It's it's Irish Nick Seinfeld. Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I think that's his way of saying Seinfeld's gimmick is kind of dumb. <laughs> and uh, let me make it better by adding an Irish accent. I don't think that's what Dan Harmon is doing at all. To be uh-huh. I think I think he I think he just tried to do Seinfeld once and came out a little Irish, and then he saw some nice crowd reaction and followed it. <laughs> well, who can say? Who can say? Um. Okay, so then uh, Frankie comes in via iPad. You know, they never say iPad, do they? Yeah, they do. Do they? Uh, You know, all that separates us is an orange jumpsuit. Hey, you have an iPad. You're right. Okay. Uh, I thought they were avoiding saying iPad because <laughs> they do I, say device a couple yeah, times. Oh, it, I remember at least distinctly once they do say device. IPad. Yeah. Okay, and I I kind of feel like Elroy says iPad later. Yeah. So. Okay. I just didn't think Apple paid for it because we never saw the Apple logo. No. So I wasn't sure if they were... If it was all approved. Yeah. They do say iPad a couple times, though. And they are clearly iPads. Yeah. Because they have the the same button design. Yeah. Okay. Uh, It's an iPad on a stick with wheels. Yeah. Is what rolls into the room. It's a Segway-like design. Mm -hmm. The the wheels are are set up that way. She says, hey, guys, we've got an amazing... Excuse me. Well, she says something like, don't be alarmed. Don't be alarmed. And then Elroy Elroy says, I'm I'm offended that you would think think this would alarm me. Uh, Which I think works for for two reasons. His technology knowledge and the fact that technology would alarm an old person and and he's old. Yes. And so he's like doubly offended. offended. Yeah. Uh, It's a nice little moment. (laughs) And then she says, uh, the state correctional department has offered us a, a unique... And then she leaves her office to come <laughs> to the room. And Chang is so excited. He's enthralled. At this reveal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, of course, she walks into the office, her physical person. Uh, and Chang is shocked and delighted to see her walk in through that door. It's as if he's just seen magic happen. Yeah. Uh, that's very nice. Which, in as the scene goes on, he then... He figures out how to get on the screen and drive yes. the vehicle. He moonwalks on it, which is not impressive when you have wheels. Yeah. Um, and then there's a, there's a nice moment here where uh, so she tells him how the the state wants to give him thirty three hundred thousand dollars to uh, accept uh, inmates uh, into their classes via these iPod iPad I don't know anymore stick robots tribute Scott Ackerman again um, and uh, Dean is against it he's worried about the safety Chang is very concerned that they'll rape them all. Uh, but Jeff is on board. Jeff says, "Hey, three hundred thousand dollars. Let's do this." Mm. And then there's a nice little moment here where Jeff says, "You know, I, you know, when I worked as a lawyer, trust me, not all bad guys go to prison, and not all guys in prison are bad." And then Britta is like instantly aroused by this <laughs> because it's, it's hitting that social justice part of her brain, yeah. where she's immediately aroused and into Jeff for and just she says, a moment. Who's that? Who's, who's this, this guy? guy? Yeah. Uh, and then he says, plus it's $300,000, and she is instantly turned off again. Mm. But it's just, I think this is kind of, this is the right way to do a, a Jeff Britta romance, if you want to insert it. Just for a scene, and it makes sense. Yeah. Uh, I And I think it's kind of a good, it works in a way as a callback to uh, what what they once were. Yeah. Uh, and showing how far they've both come in a way. Yes. Which I think even a Britta's party storyline here shows shows another side of that. Yeah. I'll agree with that. 
Uh, my uh, next note is about the, they're in the class. My next note is in the hallway when when they're introduced. Okay. You you didn't have any notes from that? No. Nah. I mean, I liked it a lot. Okay. Because I do enjoy... So uh, Frankie is turning on the iPad devices yeah. uh, in the hallway, and the dean is there to welcome... It's like six, six yeah, iPads. Um, <laughs> the dean is there to welcome them. And he does a really great thing where uh, he, he kind of like tickles Jeff's tummy <laughs> when he says like, oh, you're, you're, uh, we co-run the school or something. And Jeff says, well then pay me like, it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then another trailer moment here too, actually. Yeah. The, the, the thing where he says, no, no, no race gangs. If, if I even see something like that start, I, I will have to adjust the contrast. So you're all the same color. Mm-hmm. Great line. Uh, and then and we see Leonard in the background of the yes, scene. Yes, this is Leonard's very pointedly moment. holding something in his hand. Yes, <laughs> uh, and then with the iPods, uh, oh, iPads. It's just, see, I accidentally say iPod, and then once I say iPod, iPad, I've, I've just heard iPod, iPad. I don't know anymore. So many times that it's hard not to say it. What's the deal a- with iPods? <laughs> People want the screen to be smaller. Then they go get an iPad. It's bigger. People don't know what they want. You know, people were not happy with Mike Bill Cosby impression, so now maybe I can transition into a Seinfeld. Yeah, please do. I was not happy with your Bill Cosby <laughs> until impression. something horrible comes out about him. Um, but anyway, the iPads roll away, hmm. uh, and then Leonard sticks a parole me sign on the back yeah, of one of them. In, in the vein of a kick me sign. Yes. <laughs> but it says parole me. Yeah. Very nice moment. And he, he's, he's very pleased with himself, and he, he has a new friend there. Yeah. And I love that moment. Yeah, it's a great moment. He and his new friend are chuckling. Yeah, about this hilarious prank he just played on one of the inmates. Uh, and then uh, in the classroom scene that follows afterwards, one of these inmates is in Jeff's uh, Willie. law class. His name is Willie. Yeah. Played uh, by Brian Van... Hoyt? Holt. Holt. I was trying to do the Steve Holt. Steve Holt thing to try to help me. Uh, who is, in fact, a Cougar Town actor. Yeah. That I, makes I believe three at this point? He plays Bobby. That makes three Cougar Town actors that have appeared on this show? You mean uh, in speaking roles or otherwise? Uh, what are you talking otherwise, about? Otherwise, on community. Because I know because Busy Phillips has showed up in a. Busy Phillips and, and the guy that she was with in the paintball episode. Yeah. They're both Cougar Town yeah. people. Yeah. So that so the total is three. It's called Cougarton, right? Yeah. Okay. It's Cougarton and downtown, downtown Abbey. Abbey. Got yeah. It. Okay. <laughs> Don't want to get those mixed up. No. So yeah, so it's three Cougartons. Yeah. Uh, probably, I mean, not uh, of the regular cast. I would say, not, yeah. Not counting other people who have appeared. Sure. Otherwise. I mean, otherwise Abba would count. <laughs> exactly. Uh, <laughs> really, it's like a quicksand. We just because well, we I, neither of us like or watch Cougar Town. Don't say like. Say neither of us watch it. <laughs> we don't. We just got retweeted from a Save Cougar Town account. We can't be turning our backs on them. We got retweeted by a Save Cougar Town yeah. account. Yeah, our our uh, Philly cat did because he was the one who tweeted at us. Oh, okay. But we were mentioned in it. I mean, I would be perfectly fine with with Cougar Town cast members coming on Community. Yeah, because that's a I I like that reference. Yeah. I think it's a good reference, yeah. solid. Uh, but you know, don't, I never watched the show. Yeah, that's what say, I'm gonna say. Say that, say that, and don't say anymore. Hey. Don't say you never liked the show. We're trying to, we're trying to, we're trying to make friends here. We're trying to, we're trying to cross pollinate the fan community. All right. How would you feel if if you were watching, if you were listening to Gilmore Guys, and they were like, "Hey, you 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 know what show sucks? Community." How would you feel if they did that? Well, then I'd have to send an email. Exactly. Well, I don't want any emails. 
<laughs> I almost want to send him emails for other reasons, though. Well, we'll get into that. a lot of other reasons. <laughs> Let's talk about this scene. Okay. Uh, we get some nice bits of Garrett Lambert. Uh, yeah. In, in <laughs> oh my scenes. God, Garrett Lambert! This is a solid Garrett Lambert episode. Let me there's a, there's a moment where he's just sitting next to the the iPad inmate. Yeah. And he's just him sitting down is funny. Yeah. He's, and he's making a guy. delightful face. Uh. So Willie introduces, uh, Jeff is very friendly. Yeah, at first. At first. Yeah. Uh, he says, hey, what's your name? Yeah, well, the kid, uh, Dave, is screwing around <laughs> holding a fern in front of the iPad to confuse well, it. Is that, you think that's what's going on? Yeah. Do you think that's really confusing? Well, it doesn't know where, it, it can't see where, it. it <laughs> <laughs> he can't see where he's going. Okay. You wouldn't think, why would he do that? Why would Leonard put a parole me sign on the back of him? They're playing. That, they're playing goofs. Leonard's a, a, a trickster old man. <laughs> Dave's young. He's got his whole life ahead of him. He wants to mess with an inmate. Well, that's. I mean, you know, that's the point here. We're seeing is the inmates are not respected at first on the show. True. Uh, so Jeff breaks it up. He says, "Hey guys, you know, we got to treat everyone like equals. So take take a seat, Willie. Willie chooses to sit next to Garrett, much to Garrett's fear." Uh-huh. Uh, and then we we, we kind of get an interesting thing here where we see Jeff's teaching style once again. Hmm. He after you know learning to love teaching in the last season, he's kind of reverted back to just put Planet Earth on the screen, uh, which is it's a nice callback because that was of course uh, was it Chang or Duncan's uh, suggestion that Planet Earth will get you out of teaching. I feel like it was Duncan. To. Yeah, so he puts on Planet Earth. Willie's not happy. No. We see the start of the friction there. Well, they 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 have a little bit of friction because. Uh... Uh, I mean, Willie also says, he says, I'm a murderer. And then yeah. he turns around kind of to get the reaction of the yeah. whole class. To read the room. And then he asks Jeff, have you ever murdered someone? And, and Jeff is like, that takes a lot of passion. I, I don't I, care I don't that much. I don't feel that about anybody but myself. Yeah. Yeah. Gets a laugh. Mm. So we see the, the, the class is, is, is coming down on both sides. Do you think also visually Willie is supposed to uh, <laughs> mimic Jeff's look, but in a prison situation? Nope. You don't think with like... Because Jeff's got a, a, a all, beard situation. All white people look alike Willie's to you, got a beard they? situation. All bearded people look alike to you, don't Willie's got his hair, you know, in a certain way. I don't think it's not. It's the same way as Jeff's. I, I feel like that's why the Jeff, dean, dean so easily fell for him. Eh, Jeff has stubble, not a beard. I'm not seeing it. Okay. I only I only picked that up on my second watch through. I didn't think... I didn't think it the first time. Okay. I, I mean, was, I think he's also a good-looking guy. I but. was trying to read deeper into what, how the Dean... Because when, when, as this episode goes on, the Dean... Uh, sides more with Willie. Well, I think even when he first meet him, there's there is kind of more where he's kind of turned on by the danger aspect of Willie. Oh yeah, because Willie comes up and he says, "Oh, how folksy of you!" Whatever yeah. Willie says to him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so then we get to uh, we've got Britta. Britta is approaching. Britta. Audible. Well, don't tempt me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gonna do something. I might have the way I said Britta. Not so much the way you said it, but the way I said it. I didn't know how either sim- of us were saying similar it. Similar to a certain man. I don't know. Britta. <laughs> there, I'm, okay. I'm I'm going over to that now. Well, let's go. Uh, she she is coming to appeal to Abed. Who is Abed's at his locker because he's been in the apartment the longest, and therefore he has the most authority. Uh, and we see in Abed's locker he has the uh, what's it called the evil goatee. Yes. Yeah. The felt. The felt. Yeah. Goatee from yeah. from the the worst of all universes. That's not yeah. what it's called. The worst timeline. That's it. Yeah. The darkest timeline. The darkest timeline. That's correct. Uh, I'm sorry, I forgot what it's called because we're not there anymore. Like no. that's. We're yeah, we're we're back in the good timeline. Yeah. Uh, but but 
So he, uh, I forget how it led to this, but we we see a flashback. He says, "Oh, he says I remember when Annie moved." Oh in. yeah. And then he said I, he was worried about pacing, so he was always setting up things that would be fun to pop back to later. Yeah. And then we get a fun little flashback here. He's wearing the hashtag Annie's Move T-shirt, which yep. we all recall from season three. He's got the air horn, which which was also uh, in that episode. He was bothering Annie with that. Uh-huh. Uh, and then we see Troy's arm. <laughs> Troy with a little, just a little well, cameo in here. Well, it's a, it's a crazy moment where Abed says hey Annie uh, I'm gonna wanna pop back to this moment don't worry it'll pay off later yeah. <laughs> yeah. and then he just turns and says hey Troy yeah. and then Troy's arm waves Yeah, which I think is kind of a fun little tribute to, to you know TV shows in the past that have gotten around actors not being there for stuff like this yeah. just the least possible Troy they can have mm-hmm. while still saying canonically that he was there now as we all know Community Fantasy League is dead yeah but I have to know. Well, it's on. It's sleeping. Community Fantasy League is. I'm not going to say it won't come back for the movie. Is a slumber. Pe- if people want it, a slumber. But people clearly didn't want it for this season. Uh, I'm not going to explain what it is. If you know, you know. Yeah. Uh, we, would you have counted Troy's arm as Troy? Yes. Okay. Because I needed to know. Because even if that's not Donald Glover, it is canonically Troy. Troy. Okay. Good. And we have a really great moment here where uh, one of Abed's reasons for why uh, he doesn't like the parties is is the police show up, uh, to which. Uh, Britta counters the police showed up when you filled the apartment with lizards and, and made Leonard take his clothes off <laughs> and uh, Ahmed says that was for my movie Reverse Godzilla which I love and I really would like to see Reverse Godzilla <laughs> even if you have to look at Leonard naked yes especially okay. if I have to look at Leonard naked <laughs> Richard Erdman if you're listening <laughs> please come on the show please come on the show uh, what well, I was look- I was looking up a movie recently and was pleasantly surprised to see Richard Erdman was in it oh, of course but I can't remember what that's it was that's always a pleasant surprise yeah, it is but I also I like the idea of sort of concept movies that are just titled with what the concept is like I love the idea of a movie called Reverse Godzilla uh-huh. and it's a giant human attacking a lizard society yeah that's so great also, do you think in that moment, uh, I mean, we didn't, we obviously didn't pop back and see it much, much like the other pop back moment. Yeah. Uh, but do you think Abed, he kind of looks down as if we should pop back? Do you think he was surprised that there was no pop back? Or do you think he was kind of quietly terrified of what he do- he had done? No, I think he was just picturing the pop okay. back himself in his own brain. <laughs> I think that's what was going on. Um, but is Leonard, uh, I mean, the other one was cut, but it seems when there's a good Godzilla reference on community, it, it, Leonard is involved somehow. Yeah. Cause we also had the, when the past episode of cut, shut up Leonard was shut up Leonard. You look like a child in a Godzilla movie. <laughs> Still one of my favorite shut up Leonard's. Um, but yeah, good, good stuff there. It was the page master. I was looking up the page master. Oh my God. Who, is he a voice or He's a, re- a voice of, you want me to tell you? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I haven't seen the Paymaster since I was a kid, so I don't remember how big this character was. But he's the voice of Pirate. Huh. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's a pirate. I watched The Rocketeer recently, and I realized that I've seen like all but two Joe Johnston movies. That's interesting. Without even trying. Well, I mean, Captain America. Yeah. Rocketeer. Yep. Seen what else now. is there? I mean, the Page Master, which I saw. Oh, when I was a right. Kid. Oh my God. Um, Jumanji. <laughs> the Wolfman. Was, I don't what, know why I saw that. Was he in charge of our childhood for a little while with with Jumanji and Pagemaster and even even Rocketeer? Even Rocketeer, honey, I shrunk the kids. Oh my god! Um, October Sky, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jurassic Park three. The only two that I haven't seen are Hidalgo. Oh my god! And uh, Not Safe for Work, which came out last year. I think the only two I haven't seen are The Wolfman 
and not safe for work. <laughs> so you've seen Hidalgo? Yes. How's Hidalgo? It's about horses. Uh, yeah, that's, I'm out, I'm out that's all I had to say. It's um, um it's Viggo Mortensen riding a horse for a long. I will say I do. Time. I mean, I feel like Joe Johnson gets a bad rap, but I do like most of these movies that I've seen. Solid films. The only ones that I don't like are The Wolfman and Jurassic Park Three. Hidalgo's not great. I mean, I haven't seen it though. I'm, that, but for me, yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna go out on a limb and say <laughs> this has been shut up, Joe Johnston. Back to the community. Um, okay, so my next note is about them setting up for the party. But you got anything in between that? Mm, yeah, the Greendale parking structure. Do it. The scene where Willie shows up while tries to murder Jeff. Yeah, uh, Willie's waiting around Jeff's car, whistling. Yeah, even though it doesn't quite look like he's whistling, he might be playing a recorded That's whistle. True. That's possible. Or he might have another inmate whistling for him. Yep. Uh, but whatever's going on there, it's supposed to be like a right. huh threatening yeah threatening yeah uh like a almost because he's been lying in wait for jeff yeah he's been waiting by jeff's car yeah uh he, he said he says in, in one of those kind of classic excuses that's not meant to be believed uh-huh. he says he's going he's taking night classes yeah and then also in following that another excuse that's not meant to be believed he he says hey i dropped a ball bearing down those stairs <laughs> yeah, can you get why that don't you me? look down those stairs and jeff clearly knows something's up and says you want me to look down the stairs yeah <laughs> And so he turns and he looks, and then uh, Willie tries to push him, but the force of an iPad on wheels is yeah. not strong enough no, to it knock over. Ineffectually uh, hits Jeff in the back. A giant like Jeff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Joel McHale, he's very tall. He's a tall man. And I can't even imagine uh, an iPad on wheels could knock me over. I'm I'm not that tall, but no, but you're you're sturdy enough to not get knock. And even to I iPad. I kind of love the framing because you can see that uh, Jeff is standing right at the edge. He is. Yeah. <laughs> he is not like. He's given. He's given him every chance. Give him every chance to knock him over, and he just. He's not. Not gonna. Not even coming close. Do you think it's weird that IMDb has height listed on? on no, every I, I knew exactly what you were looking for. When <laughs> yeah. I saw you going there. Six four, according to IMDb, is yeah. uh, Joel McHale. Uh, so he's not easily knocked over. And no. then what also is great is Willie's determination. He tries to he knock him over at least like, four times. Yeah, Jeff turns around and he just keeps pushing him, not, not going. Yeah, and uh, at, at one point he says, are you trying to murder me? Yeah. <laughs> and then he, he asks him a second time, and then uh, uh, as as Jeff says, well, I guess I'll see you in class, murderer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, wh- I have some questions here. Okay. I don't know if you have answers. Okay. Uh, but... Uh, I believe in the past, yeah. uh, Jeff has has uh, finagled for better parking. Uh-huh. Do you believe this is that better parking? Uh, or do you believe this is some kind of new teacher's parking? Uh, because this uh, parking structure looks very much like my generic parking structure that I park in for school. Yeah. Uh, not like any kind of specialized teacher parking, which I think they have. His spot is like right next to where you would get that out. That is though. a very good, yeah. That is a very good elevator spot. Yeah. Uh but I didn't even see, like, numbers on the spots That's to true. determine savingness. That is true. I mean, I could also believe that the dean, like, puts up a cone there every morning out of love for Jeff. But a cone is, I mean, a cone is not as good as oh, no, a number de- because not you, as have good to, as a you have to get out and move the cone. Yeah, it's true. To park there. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I don't have answers. I'm sorry. I can't remember the last time that it came up where Jeff finagled for parking, whether or not he actually got the well, better I know parking. in season in episode one of this season, he was parking in electric car parking. Yeah. Even though he does not have an electric car. Yeah. 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 Maybe someone got wise. Well, probably the Dean. I mean the Dean, well the Dean knew and didn't care. Frankie. Perhaps Frankie. Frankie. It's probably Frankie. Okay. That's all. Yeah. Uh, but so they're setting up for the party. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, Annie comes in. She's not happy. Nope. Britta says, hey, we're not, this is not a party. This is a movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, which this is, this is funny. Uh, Annie's rule on parties is no more than eight people. Yeah. No more than eight guests. Which means, I mean, in the past it would have meant the, the, the study group plus one. Yeah. But now that we've lost three members of the study group, it means, you know. I mean, everyone. It would mean everyone we know. I mean, the the original cast members plus Chang, Frankie, Elroy, and the Dean. Yeah, that's eight. I mean, yeah. I'm just. But saying. even like considering, uh, I she says eight guests, so I I would assume the people who live there don't count. It's true, actually. So at one point that would have been Troy, and Abed and Annie. Yeah. At another point, uh, such as now. Yeah. It's you know Annie, Abed, and Britta. Yeah. So, which I had actually kind of forgotten. They do only have two rooms, right? Yes. Yeah. The way that, that it's set up was that in the beginning, there was a dreamatorium, Annie's room, and Troy and Abed slept in a bunk bed, like in the living room or something. Well, in, in the very beginning, it was Troy and Abed in a bunk bed in their room. Okay. And then the dreamatorium was another room. Okay. And then when Annie moved in, Troy and Abed moved to the living room. Right. And Annie got their room. Yeah. So it was her room, the dreamatorium, and the two of them. Yeah. In the living room. Then, and here's where it gets controversial. Well, because it's season three ender. Season three ender, the suggestion, I believe. I believed it too. Was that they were dismantling the dreamatorium so that Troy and Britta, and I'm saying it like Shirley, Shirley. so you know I'm telling the truth, yeah. would, could live in that room, mm-hmm. and Abed would still live in the living room. Yeah. Then season four happened, fucking all hell broke loose. Mm-hmm. Who knows Who knows what the living arrangement was then? Yeah. Are we meant to believe that it was Annie in her room, Troy by himself in another room, and Abed on the couch? I think so. That's bullshit. And it's also, it's a, it's a little silly, just little, in general. It's a little silly. I don't like it. Season four can take a walk. Yeah. So then season five happened, mm. and it just wasn't really addressed. Yeah. And now we have season six, and I believe the setup <laughs> is Annie in her room, Abba in the room that was once the dreamatorium, and then was for a, a, a weird in-between moment, Troy in Britta's room, yeah. and then just Troy's room is now Abed's room, uh-huh. and now Britta... Is on the couch. Yes. That's the history of that apartment. Yeah. I, well, no, I feel like we needed to go through that. Because, yeah, it gets convoluted. It's a little It's a little strange. Yeah. Uh, and I, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Have we actually seen Abed's room yet? I don't believe so. I don't, I don't recall seeing Abed's actual room. I, I do not believe so. Uh, we've seen Annie's room a couple of times. Yeah. Uh, just because, you know, we've seen it before. And we saw that when it was Troy and Abed's room, briefly. What? We saw Annie's, Annie's room, room the oh, room that is before now it Annie's was room, Annie's room. It was Troy and Abed's room together. Yeah. So there's some stuff yeah. going on there. Uh, <clears throat> so then they uh, then there's a nice little moment where uh, Britta clearly marking that she has allied herself with uh, Abed. She she joins in on the coucher bit. Yeah. Which really just it goes insane and completely away from anything Seinfeld esque, which but, I think is kind of manic and fun. Uh, but also as I as I alluded to earlier, this shows where Britta has come. Where at the beginning of the series, uh, she was kind of going easy on Abed. She was yeah. like a mother figure to Abed in a yeah. weird way. Now and she's full on taking advantage. Now she's just <laughs> taking advantage of him <laughs> yeah. to have a party. Yeah, she just wants to party. Wants to party, and she sees a way to do it, so she gets it. We're going to party, fiesta, the other word, forever, all night long. <laughs> <laughs> 
Wow. Right. I didn't know that could be a trigger, but it did. Oh, no. Well, I'll tell you, it is now because of the great independent wrestler, Rich Swan, who, as his entrance music, sings that entire song on the way to the ring. Hmm. He's a great man. He, he, he suffered some bruised ribs last week, so let's, let's all keep him in our thoughts. Okay. Uh, Wasn't that in, where, was that in this episode where they tried to sing that? What? What was I watching recently where someone tried to start an all-night-long sesh? Maybe Gilmore Girls. It might have been You're Gilmore, Gilmore Girls. Girls it might have been. <clears throat> Oh, this is gonna bug me. <laughs> I don't know, but the the name of the script that Wait, Britta keep talking, just keep Britta because I need to think for a second. Britta, I'm gonna take my headphones off. Oh my think. god, <laughs> Britta is trying to. It was the last man on earth. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Britta is 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 pretending that she's making a movie with Abed so she could have a party. the The movie is called uh, "Party Like There's No Tomorrow," which yeah. is in fact the episode hashtag that yep. they want you to oh, use. Good God. <laughs> uh, I don't think that's a good one because it's literally 25 letters. Too much. And when you're doing some tweets, you, you need as many letters as possible. And it's you true. want a short uh, hashtag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when your hashtag gets, I think, above like 10, that's That's why much. I don't like the internet. <laughs> <laughs> you love Twitter. Sure, sure, I do. You know, I enjoy Twitter. I've been known to enjoy Twitter. What, what did you want to say about this scene? Uh, I have a very specific note about this scene. Well, I got one. I, my, I only have one more note about the scene. And it's at the very end of the scene. So is mine. Is it about Annie's lock? Yes, it is. <laughs> what is going on You're there? In sync. <laughs> so Annie, uh, she knows what's Brita, what Britta's doing, and yeah. so when they when they hug goodnight, she she whispers in her ear, "You're going to be begging for my forgiveness." And then she goes to her room, closes the door very slowly, watching Britta. Yeah, and we see and, a very interestingly placed deadlock. Yeah, dead there's bolts. a um, is that a deadbolt? Yeah, it's one of those little or you know whatever the things. Uh, it's like a sliding lock. Yeah. Uh, it's not necessarily uh, something that has like a key or a padlock yeah. element to it. It's, well, that, it's and that's why it's interesting that it's on the outside. Of and the it's door. on the outside. It's it's a, it's a kind of lock that you'd have on the inside of a door to keep people out. You know because, the thing in movies when you shut it and then it's got a little chain so you can open it a little more. Yeah, it's like one of those. It's like one of those, but without the chain. Yeah, and it's on the outside of Annie's door. Yeah, and in and, fact, in a way where I don't see it being useful uh, because no because there's no little indentation for it to go into yeah so you couldn't you couldn't use it no so it's a useless lock if it did work it would only be good for locking annie inside, inside her room, room which is useful if she's a werewolf only yes or if you're a kidnapper oh well i guess yeah <laughs> i mean oh gosh maybe that explains well never mind was it you think the land you think the creepy landlord installed that lock <laughs> no I was trying to make a joke like I had met a kidnapper but thought he was trapping werewolves. Anyway, it didn't work. It's fine. <laughs> no, I like it. I, mean, I wish you had gone further with Sorry. it because I like that premise. <laughs> I really enjoy that. Um, but yeah, the, uh, interesting interesting lock there. Yeah, I and I can't recall ever seeing it before, so I don't know if this is like a weird new set dressing well, mistake. Well, we ever get or... a huge close-up on the, on the door before like that? No, but you've, we could see the door in other shots. Yeah, but and if it stuff. was just in the background, I don't think we necessarily would have noticed it. Now I've got all night long stuck in my all head. All night long. Anyway. All night. All night. Say it. Uh, <laughs> excuse me. There right. is. My next note is Jeff complaining to the dean. Uh, Because yeah. Jeff, Jeff goes to the dean yes. to say, hey, one of your inmates tried to kill me. And, it, and he calls them. Um, why felons? Yeah. Do you understand this? Like Wi-Fi felons. That's that's what I had to me- take it to mean. Yeah. Uh, I think e felons is a little funnier. What do you think? I think Wi-Fi why felons is a pun and therefore better. I don't think it's that good of a pun. I like it. 
I'm on board. And as, as, the, as, the, violence. as the pun master, you must defer to me. <sighs> but I mean, okay, so it's a good pun, but I think personally a better joke would be e-felons. Why? I don't know. Because we put E in front of stuff. That's how the internet works. Okay, old man. This is you being an old man again. Sometimes I go and e-tweet. Go listen to, you go listen to Macy Gray. Because <laughs> you're right. an old man. <laughs> That's a callback to a pre-show <laughs> conversation. <laughs> Good job. So yeah, why felons? Yeah, I like it. Okay. Uh, but the dean doesn't believe Jeff. He believes Willie. Yeah, and he reveals that Willie has been in the room the whole time yeah. uh, on his computer. And then Willie does a, a great moment yeah. where he disappears from that computer and then rolls up in his rolling iPad. To, to add drama to, to, <laughs> to what he's saying. Yeah. Uh, my next note is at the party film. I got a note before that. Okay. I think. Well, because my note is about the class, which I... Let's do the party film first, actually. No, do the class first. I think no, the, the class, class is the classes because my note comes directly before the. Oh, you're right. It's the dirt party. You though. come from the dirt class yeah. note. Yeah. So um, there's a there's a great gag about Britta doesn't know what a petard is. Yep. And uh, do, do you know what, do you know what a petard is? Do you know is? what a petard is? Yeah. I have looked it up in the past, but I have forgotten. Um, it's like a thing for a flag. Okay. You carry it into battle. And then you accidentally hoist yourself upon it. Well, that's the that's the thing. If you get hoisted by your own, like a petard is like a proud showing of like this is me. And if you get hoisted by it, it's like you're stuck up on this pole and you're useless. Okay. You know. But she thinks it's a rich people's <laughs> suit where it has loops and belts where it can yeah. get stuck on a rope. Yeah. And Jeff says, "Never look it up. Yours, yours is, is better. better." Yeah. It's true. Yours yeah. is better. Uh, and then uh, Abed wants to film Jeff partying, mm-hmm. and Jeff's party face is pretty great. Yeah, it's kind of a kind of a duck face. Yeah, I don't know here that I forgot by the way from the start of the episode. Okay, uh, Dean at the start of the episode is just sitting at the table in the study room, which I feel like we haven't really seen before. He's just actively part of the group. I mean, I think that's only because we like to see his entrances. Yeah. Uh, but he's, I think he's always been on the Save Greendale committee. He is, but he's really, he's really just a, a sitting, I feel like he's got normally more of an advisory role. Sure. But here he's actually just sitting at the table getting down. No, I understand what I you like mean it. because there's, um, uh, as I've gotten more involved in, in groups at school, there, there've been advisors who kind of just, uh, they'll pop in. in. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, he's not there all the time, but when he's there, he, he, he contributes and then he says, thanks guys, I'm out. And then yeah, that that's was it. a dean, but in this one, he's just, he's actually sitting at the table. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it's uh, I think it's a weird thing where it's like now the the dean is actively part of their group, not just as the Save Greendale committee, but as friends. Yeah, sorry, I had to look at an email. Okay, someone's clearly not as committed to the show as someone else. <laughs> I think right, we've so that this today. is the scene where uh, Rory comes in and what? she makes a reference to Macy Gray. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Well, no, we, we did that already. That, oh. was, that was that was just an April Fool's I thought bag. I could get in on that. Nope, no, nope, okay. sorry. <laughs> All night long. <laughs> and Derek, please, let's do a Gilmore Girls podcast. <laughs> well, now I want in on it. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Damn it. <laughs> April fool, fool thyself. <laughs> uh, Dean also has a moment here. Uh, so Frank, party? Frankie and Dean come into the party. Oh, they, yes. they bring the, the felons and they Everyone pass around the iPads. And there's a perfectly yes, placed so. iPad charger up on a bookshelf. Yes. That the dean places Willie and then starts dancing with. Yeah. So, sort of, sort of, like just sort of sexy dancing for Willie. Well, sexy enough that Abed looks at it and says, "Yes, Keep yes, I like that. this. Keep yeah. doing that." Yeah. And 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 Dean sees that he's being filmed and keeps doing it. Yeah. He's, he's into it. <laughs> he's into it. He likes uh, it. It's one of those uh, uh, five sevens we don't know about. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then. Uh, this this might be after the classroom scene, but I'll just mention it now. When when Britta Britta tries to sleep after the party's done, 
D- uh, uh, Abed is not letting the party be over because he wants to film the perfect party. Yeah. And he says, okay, everybody, from the top. And uh, there are stand-ins for Dean and Frankie that come in. Which I love that at this point there's another fake Dean. <laughs> which I have to feel that the the acting community in Greendale must know, like, sooner or later one of these, one of these we're going to have to impersonate the Dean of the Community College for something. Yeah. Because I feel like this is, like, the third fake Dean we've seen. Do you think, like, there's also uh, stand-ins for Dean Spreck? Oh, perhaps. City Maybe. <laughs> Could be. Uh, and also, I kind of enjoyed that the, the standard for Frankie is clearly like a younger woman. <laughs> like, it's, it's, uh, yeah. uh, but I, I would say they're on the same levels of sexiness. Uh, I don't remember. I can't conjure the standard of Frankie in my mind. Well, but I, I will say that's say she's all, rather attractive. That's, that's, that's a hard, that's a hard level to meet. If, yeah. Padge, if you're gonna, if you're saying the same level of Padgett Brewster, yeah. it's, it's, it's a mighty high the, level the of The Dean standard isn't like perfect. He's a little more buff. A little more, yeah, stocky, I would yeah. say. But yeah, buff, yeah. Um, I did notice that at least two of the guests at the fake party were also at the party the night before, <laughs> which makes me wonder, were they legitimate party guests who also are actors and therefore will be hired, or were they stand-ins the whole time? I think there's a mix. Yeah. I think definitely Britta invited people, and I think Abed... The, the lady Abed that you pointed out in the, the Captain Marvel-esque sweater, yeah. she's at the party the next day, too. She's oh. one of the actors as well. Hmm. Uh, but anyway, the, uh, so there, the, there, we have the dirt class, which, uh, my note about this is actually from before the dirt sequence where, uh, so, uh, Willie is sort of, you know, holding court. He's, he's, he's answering questions about prison of the room and Garrett, again, Garrett really shines in this episode. Garrett very excitedly asks him, do you ever get your head stuck between the bars to which Willie answers? We call that getting a pair of metal ears, which I really enjoy. Uh, the sort of uh, folksy, kid-friendly element here. Uh, th- thanks, for, thanks for backing me up on that one and not looking at your phone, Andrew. Sorry. <laughs> it's a mild crisis. We'll talk about it after. Okay. <laughs> but I do like the Metal Ears line of thing. It's great. I think it gives Garrett a chance to shine, which I always love. Yeah. It's a very enjoyable moment. And then Jeff comes in, and he's going to set shit right. He does. Take it. He uh, <laughs> Take the ball. <laughs> I don't really have notes on this pass scene. To, pass to Andrew. <laughs> Uh, but he comes in and he says, today we're actually going to learn about law. Uh, very poignantly, he says that to Willie. Uh, he writes law on the board, circles it. And uh, as something comes up where, where Willie's able to ask, where are you from? Where, yeah. where were you born or yeah. something like that? And Jeff says, I was born in the dirt. <laughs> and I, like I had my face held in the dirt. And the kings of the dirt are still there looking over their kingdom of dirt. But, but I, I got, got out. out. <laughs> Which is, which is, uh, it's funny to us, but like I could see in a classroom, like Garrett is like terrified a little. Yeah. And then Garrett raises his hand and says, Mr. Winger, why did you stop being funny? And Garrett sort of gets his moment to shine where he kind of rules the class for a second where all the, all the kids are. He does like a Jeff impression. Yeah. Uh, which is more or less an impression of Jeff doing an impression of Willie. (laughs) Kind of. Yeah. (laughs) Because Jeff does, uh, Willie's Southern yeah, when he's Twang. doing, it. he even does a little bit of. I'm, I'm just a simple Southern boy. <laughs> yeah, he kind of does that. That that old chestnut. Um, now we're at a bar. Yeah, I mean, we're skipping the part where he murders him. Uh oh, yeah, you're right. You want to talk about that? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it's a good scene. It, I mean, we, we, I, I, I think it really it's a standout for uh, Jim Rash. <laughs> yes, he true. really sells it. So uh, Willie has been waiting for Jeff. Again, mm-hmm. this time in the morning. Yeah. Uh, Jeff just immediately picks up Willie with the well, picks well, up the well, device. What are you doing? Slow down. <laughs> and throws him down the stairs that Willie tried to push him down. Yeah. 
And uh, Jeff says, now I'm a murderer. Can I be cool now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jeff is very jealous. And the Dean, Dean just pops in. Instantly reacts with horror. He just shouts, Willie! Yeah, runs down the stairs, holds him in his arm. Hold, the iPad is broken loose of this, the stem. Yeah. Basically, but Dean like holds the stem to the iPad as if in an attempt to reconstruct him. Yeah, and even Willie saying things like like the, the cliche, I'm yeah. dying lines. Yeah, like, I can't, I, I I can't, can't see, see you. <laughs> I'm losing you. Yeah, and then Dean says, no, you're going to a better place with a stronger signal. <laughs> yeah. And uh, a security guard shows up who we've never seen before. Yeah, well, because you know what happened to the old security guard. What? He's on The Last Man on Earth now. Oh, okay. Reference oh, right. The old head of security well, at Greendale is now a regular on I The mean, Last Man on Earth. He quit. Yeah, when, that's true. In season three when Chang was there. Yeah. I'd just like to give that a little update because I really enjoy him on, on this show and I, I enjoy him on that show. I did. I saw him when I saw an advanced Shout out episode to Mel Rodriguez. at the Shut panel. Up. Shut up. <laughs> for The Last Man on Earth. So... Hashtag WonderCon. So hashtag shut up, Leonard. Uh, this new I'm security mad. guard's role is just to repeat whatever the dean says. Yes. So the dean says you're on sabbatical. The security guard says, "Sir, you're on sabbatical. Yeah. <laughs> you have to leave." He's a little bit of a Robert Forster type. This guy. Okay. Say, yeah. In terms of looks. Yeah. Uh, and so uh, the dean does place Jeff on for sabbatical, paid two weeks. Paid, yeah, paid two weeks. Uh, so Jeff leaves, and they have to have their same Greendale meeting outside of campus because Jeff can't go on campus. Yeah, at a bar. At a bar. And this is, is this British bar? I th- well, here's the thing about the bar. Uh-huh. So this has those pictures in the background, which you noticed about Britta's bar, yeah. and led you to believe it was the same bar that from Troy's 21st birthday. Yeah. And I don't know. I mean, it's it's certainly decorated the same way. Do you think we're just seeing it from a different angles? Well, here's the thing. I think I think it's a different set. I think it's maybe them trying to suggest that it's the same bar. Yeah. But I think, and I, I hate to compare it to season four, but I think it's kind of like, you know, this is the same bar in the same way that Troy's condo in season four was allegedly the same condo that we saw mean, in season you three. You mean Jeff's condo? Yeah, that's what I you said. You said Troy's condo. I said Jeff's. Well, play the tape. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway. Answers on a postcard. What did I say? Shut up, Leonard, at podcast at gmail.com. But no, I understand what you're saying. And yeah, yeah I do hate that you're referencing season four for this. <laughs> All right. What else could I do? E- so this, this turns into... A moment where, um, uh, oh, so they, they kind of, they, they begin the wrap up of, uh, Britta's party yeah. in this one, uh, where Britta does break down and ask for Annie's help and ending the party because yep. it won't end. Yep. <laughs> uh, cause Abed thinks he needs to keep filming. And, uh, I love that Elroy really appreciates Annie's control of Britta. Yes. <laughs> uh, because in the, pe- in the, in the previous episode, Elroy was the one shouting at Britta. Yeah. And now and when, when Annie's Annie. able to shut her down and, and really rein her in, El, Elroy's impressed. He's loving it. Yeah. Uh, and then Elroy talks a plan for Jeff to get back on campus to say some words to Dean. Yeah. There's Jeff, a great line. Yeah. Say it. A fantastic line where Jeff realizes that he wouldn't take advantage of the Dean in the same way that this convict is yeah. because he cares about the Dean. Yeah. And Annie says, have you told him this? <laughs> and this? It's at this point where I realize what it's become, and I love it so much. It's yeah. become that that dumb scene at the end of every romantic film. Yeah. Where And, and Elroy says the line, go to him. Yeah. <laughs> which is so great. Uh, and then they realize, wait, that's the problem. I can't go to him. So then Elroy comes up with this plan. Yeah, the scheme. But before that, we see the party. We see the end of the party. All right, sure. Um, which I love. Uh, you, you, you took Jason Manzukis to task for being a bad director. 
I'm going to suggest that, that Abed is not the best director because his directing in the scene as they're farting is just saying, party, 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 party. In Abed's defense, he's been directing for probably 48 hours straight now. True. <laughs> uh, so at this point, all that he knows how to say is probably party. You don't know what Jason Manzoukas had been doing for the previous 48 hours. Well, maybe he never sleeps. That's true. Maybe he... He's always got a coffee. Yeah. With six Splendas. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, so yeah, so uh, Britta reveals that her script is dumb and the movie is dumb because parties are dumb. Yeah, and uh, Abed <clears throat> Abed is sort of we see just like a, a little mini break. <laughs> Abed breaks just a little bit and says that's a wrap. And uh, Britta says, "What's going to happen to me now?" And Annie kind of walks her through what happens when you piss off Abed. Yeah, uh, which is you will be punished for a very long time in ways you don't understand. But then one day you'll do something he likes, and he'll forgive you. And either you adapt or you go crazy. Yeah, and then and they, then yeah, they do a delightful thing where Annie holds out a hand for a high five. Britta does a strange thumbs up on the palm. Well, she does the turkey thing, which yeah. people normally do as a prank, but Britta just, Britta just genuinely doesn't know how to do a high five. <laughs> yeah, and then on screen appears the title, Female Friends, yeah. with an exclamation point, <laughs> Yeah, uh, which is, I think, continuing their, their gag of alternate uh, shows, yeah, shows that could shows. be going on. Shows within shows. Yeah. Uh, hard, See, hard, hard Man in the Winger? What's it called? Winger and the Hard Man? Winger and the Hard Case? No, I'm thinking of the Michael J. Fox movie with James Vader. <laughs> you are. Great movie. Good times. Um, and also with, uh, I mean, the the butcher and the baker. And the candlestick maker. Wait, was that what it was called? No, it was. Yeah. Uh, and of, and uh, Nehi Mischiefs, which was a movie. Oh, but geez, still. Yeah. And then going back to last season, The Coogler. The Coog. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now we're we're at the ceremony where uh, yeah, Lily they... is being made into a professor, but really it's a wedding ceremony. Yes, <laughs> which I love that they set it up that way. Even the point where they have the Dean's family on one side, which is greened out people, <laughs> and Willie's family on the other side, which is all iPads. iPad convicts. Yeah, yeah. And uh, even even to the point where the dialogue is, do you, uh, Dean, take? <laughs> This man is your professor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you accept the risk that, that comes with hiring a convict? Dean says, I do. And then, do you accept that the 13th Amendment uh, got rid of slavery for everyone but convicts and that legally we can't pay you more than 30 cents an hour? <laughs> Willie says, I do. Uh, but meanwhile, in the background, Jeff is, is making his way in. Yeah. Uh, there's a nice uh, hilarious moment here where a white convict comes up and the security guard needs name and number and everything to let him in. And then Elroy comes up on clearly a fake thing where it's like a broom. Yeah. And uh, he says, oh, have a nice night, sir. Which, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Have yeah. a nice night, sir. Yeah. Uh, of course, the implication is that he believed Elroy was a convict simply because he's black. Yeah. Uh, what's interesting, I think, about this episode is is there's a lot of talk about race mm. uh, and it's also a, a lot of talk about uh, prison population uh, and yet the two never intersect which is uh, a lot of people would say is a huge issue in this country is that in real life they do intersect a lot well you don't even think I mean because the dean makes the joke about changing the contrast yeah but that's, that's kind about, of that's specifically about forming them forming race gangs <clears throat> not uh-huh. so much specifically with the issue that there's like a hugely disproportionate number of black people in jail that's right true because because it doesn't look like i don't recall any of the other convicts being black one of them is oh okay i don't see race so. yeah. <laughs> uh, but i also think uh, to t- you, you in the past personally i don't know if it's ever come up on the show but you've taken to task uh even commercials for yeah. making uh prison rape jokes yeah uh and at the top of this episode chang is afraid of being raped 
but yeah, it's but business. I think the joke here is that Chang is legitimately a, like he's treating it like a real thing. Yeah, that's what bothers me is when jokes treat it like it's just a thing that's like we can laugh and not think fun of. Whereas yeah. like Chang is treating it like it's a real, it's a joke and it's funny, but it's also addressing like, hey, this is a r- <clears throat> real thing that's fucked up. Mm. Uh, so when Jeff gets in there, I just think that it's interesting that that race kind of comes up the most on this episode, and also prison comes up the most, and yet uh, there's a, there's an issue where those intersect. Never, never the twain shall meet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but Jeff comes in. He says, "You got to stop this again." It's the classic. Uh, <laughs> if anyone has any objections, moment. Yeah. Um, Jeff gives an impassioned speech that includes how he only steals a little, just the basics. Uh, you know, pens, toilet paper, coffee filters, one time an overhead projector and a roll of carpet. Now, I can see why Jeff needed a roll of carpet. What do you think Jeff needed that overhead projector for? You can for? see why he needed a roll of carpet? Sure. <laughs> Everyone needs a roll of carpet at some point. Do you think like, the roll of carpet is connected to the overhead projector somehow? I don't know. I'm also curious what kind of overhead projector. If it's just the kind that you use the sheets on. Yeah. You know, that's kind of lame to steal. Yeah. I would think an overhead projector that connects to a computer would be nice. I think an overhead projector specifically refers to the one you just put the sheets on. Hmm. I saw once a thing in Make Magazine about how for like 20 bucks. Yes, Martha Stewart. <laughs> for the cost of materials that like, I, I, I might be way off on this, but it was, it, it was somewhere like cheap. You could turn an overhead projector into a movie projector. That's interesting. Yeah. I'd like to see that. So maybe Jeff read that same issue of Make Magazine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and part of it was a carpet. He needed the carpet. Well, for I don't that. know. I think I, my theory is that the carpet was unrelated. <laughs> okay. Uh, but basically... Okay. <laughs> I couldn't read a note for a second. Uh, there's a gag here where the, the warden is the one performing the ceremony. Yeah. And uh, he, when Jeff shows up, he says, wait, let's settle this with prison rules. Let him talk it out. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, when it's revealed that... Willie is not a murderer. The he warden was, says that he's uh, on appeal. Yeah, he was wrongfully convicted. Yeah. Which is, I think that's really funny that the warden's saying that. Yeah. It's not even like his lawyer's there somehow. It's yeah. just the, the warden's, warden's like, like yeah. warden's like, yeah, one of my prison people is, is, is here in the wrong way. <laughs> yeah. it, it sucks, but oh well. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Willie's mad about this, and the dean is upset because he believed he that he was yeah. a, a murderer. <laughs> yeah. Do you think that's also part of that five sevenths that the dean is into? You think he sends letters to prisons? Uh, I don't know that he goes that far. Uh-huh. But so, listen, I've certainly in the past said that evil <laughs> can, can be attractive sometimes. I can kind of see where the dean's coming from. Okay. Uh, anyway. We'll learn the, about my five sevens today. <laughs> the dean is upset. Yeah. Uh, because he was lied to in a sense. Yeah. Uh, Jeff thinks it's funny Jeff because floats. Jeff and Willie are now on the same level. Yeah non-murderers who are charming yes (laughs) (laughs) and so jeff sees them as being able to be defeated and so they fight yeah and and now on even playing grounds because they're both ipod ipad i don't know any more devices (laughs) and and the dean says wait let's do this community college rules fight 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 fight. (laughs) yeah (laughs) so they start ramming at each other yeah uh, uh, at one point, as Leonard, a, as a BattleBots fan, that was nice for me to see. <laughs> and, and at one point, Leonard says, "Go brooms," because yeah. <laughs> he one of them is a broom. Yeah, <laughs> I think just Leonard has always been confused by what's going on right here. <laughs> but also, I kind of like the idea that the the since the room was already s- split into iPods and I- iPads. <laughs> I don't know anymore. And uh, students, I think they, they both, you know, the students are all rooting for Jeff and the uh, the iPads are all rooting for the convict. Uh, a, a team dynamic does kind of emerge here. It's true. Uh, and then uh, Jeff is knocked over. 
by Willie. Well, before he's knocked over, he takes off his shirt. <laughs> yeah. Unnecessarily. <laughs> yeah. Completely unnecessarily. And in a show of dominance, he takes off his shirt. And there's even a point where you see Willie's face on the iPad and his hair's a bit disheveled as yeah. if he was actually <laughs> yeah. fighting. Well, uh, Willie rips open his shirt. He doesn't oh, quite okay. get it off, but he does rip it open. I, d- I didn't notice He's that. wearing a tank top underneath, so it still well, looks like he's yeah. wearing a shirt, but he rips off the orange part. Okay. Uh, which I know you were upset to see the orange go away. You, didn't, you don't want any kind of orange. Off, we need off all that orange. <laughs> uh, and it's over. Jeff gets knocked over. Uh, the dean heroically comes in. It looks like he's going to punch uh, Willie's iPod pad. Uh, don't know anymore. Uh, but instead, he just turns it. He turns it to the screen. He puts it to the home screen. And knocks it over, and he picks up Jeff. He dances with Jeff's broom for a bit, and then he, he carries him out <laughs> like, which, like a hero. Which Jeff is saying, I'm, I'm not, not participating in this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Garrett's way into it, though. Garrett loves it. Again, At the end, he claps great, and yeah. says, you go, Mr. Winger. Yeah, another great Garrett moment. What a great... Lot of, Garrett and Leonard really both getting some moments in this episode. It was very nice And the see. season, I think, it's as true. a whole. Yeah. It's good stuff. Uh, tag. Tag. Uh, big tag. Yeah. Big bad tag. Big big boy tag. Uh, so everyone's on the little screens now, the entire Save Greendale committee. Uh, and they're doing it because uh, they lost uh, that contract. Yes. But the prison wants to sell those things, and so they're going to try cheap. them out. Yeah. And uh, Abed's way into it. Yeah. He's got a custom background where it looks like he's in space, kind of. Uh, but everyone else is in separate locations. Yeah. Uh, Frankie also reveals that they it actually would have cost them a lot of money to take on these rolling students because they would need to build more ramps. ramps. Yeah. And they would have broke even. Do you remember ramps? Yeah. Big part of the straight A's of Greendale. They were. They Uh, were indeed. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, do you think they got rid of some ramps? (laughs) I think, I think they, I I think they installed a few token ramps for the straight A's of Greendale video, Uh but they were never fully ramp accessible. Okay. That's my theory. Okay. Good. (laughs) <laughs> I like it. Um, Britta is, of course, glitching out because she's at a coffee shop on some dodgy Wi-Fi. Yeah. Uh, and Chang is taking a shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's revealed by the end that Chang is in Annie and Offed's bathroom. And then, well, there was a moment earlier where he, where Chang was disgusted with Elroy because Elroy lives in an RV and therefore poops in a tank. Yeah. He says, aren't you homeless? Yeah, but I poop in a house. Uh, Chang says, and then... Uh, Someone says... Uh, whose house? Yeah. And Chang says, nice try. <laughs> so then we find out at the end it is, in fact, uh, Annie uh, and Britta's home that mm. he's pooping in. Uh... And uh, everyone eventually gets either distracted or just they're not into the whole iPad thing except for Abed. Yeah, well, Dean makes fun because he pretends that his isn't working, so he has to go use Jeff's. <laughs> so he goes and sits on his lap. <laughs> Which, do you think that's um, that's like the Dean just thinks that they're in love now because of this weird not <laughs> I, marriage I, I thing? I mean, no more so than usual. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> uh, Jeff actually puts up with it for a little bit. But yeah, but that, only for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so eventually Abed takes over all their screens yeah. uh, and then start uh, oh and uh, because uh, Dean had left the janitor takes over his screen and the which janitor is played by Abed Geit or Gaith which I thought it was how it was said but who oh, can sorry. say it for certain but he is known as the Abed, real yeah. Abed yeah he's the character he's the character he's the person <laughs> that Abed was based on and he friend of Dan Harmon's. he showed up a couple of times on Harmon Town yep. the, the podcast this is his first appearance on Community I believe this though. is I, I mean uh I remember, I recall a tale where <laughs> um, it was said that uh, the real Abed shows up in the finale of season five. Oh, yeah. Uh, but nobody oh, knows the, how oh, he yeah, got there. Yeah, nobody right, knows how right, he got there. Do you remember there. that? Yeah. I don't recall ever going back to check, but Me I like either. that story. Yeah. 
listeners of this show remember that a few episodes I thought maybe the James Spader impersonator was real Abed. Oh. Uh, because I, you know, my most recent picture of real Abed was from years ago, mm-hmm. and I was trying to match what he could have aged it to. <laughs> and uh, I don't think I was way off with the James Spader impersonator. Mm. If you want to compare and contrast this uh, this janitor to that guy, do that at your leisure. <laughs> Uh, but Abed eventually takes over all the iPads except for the janitors. Mm-hmm. Uh, he starts saying eradicate, which is a, a reference. Play on exterminate. Exterminate, but also it, it's presumably what they the say in Inspector Space Time. Inspector Space Time creatures yeah. would say. And then in a sort of fitting moment, uh, real Abed's character becomes a drone controlled by fake Abed. <laughs> uh, yeah, and he, but he's saying eradicate out of time with the yeah, other Abeds. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's kind of a fun little... Yeah little gag and a little nod to you know he he uh, he did audition to play abed yep uh and he didn't get it obviously we know but uh in, in some weird way he is playing a version of abed in this scene <laughs> <laughs> very funny yeah good stuff plugs yes uh i you know i'm gonna say it now because i don't think i ever said it at the beginning this episode was written by dean young and directed by rob schraub this is plugs theme time for you now doing the plug this episode is also 28 minutes long yeah well i want to talk about length yeah uh, 10 inches. How about you? <laughs> I have a problem with length. Do you need a pill? <laughs> uh, no. Uh, so these episodes, uh, especially these last two, have been longer than yep. your average yep. community episode. Yep. Yep. Uh, which Dan Harmon had said he was going to try to keep the episodes of the same length. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I think is a real triumph of season six, though, is I think a lot of times when you get these episodes that are extra long, they don't feel the same. Mm. But with these, if if you hadn't told me this was 28 minutes, if you hadn't told me the other one was 30, I never would have noticed. Which one was 30? I think last week's was 30. Oh my God. One of them was 30 minutes. Wow. And again, you're saying, why? Wow, because you didn't notice. No. Like, they, they feel like... What, what I was going to say about this one was that I almost felt like they took a scene out. Yeah. I mean, they keep uh, the pacing tight. And the, it's, the, it's... the I could have done with one more scene after Jeff wins the fight. Yeah. Uh, but they didn't need it, but like yeah. that's in my mind, I felt like, oh yeah, there's going to be one more. And then it was, but it, no, it was straight to the tag, yeah. which worked and it, and it still felt like a tight, you know. Yeah. It's a tribute to how tight these episodes are and how, how well paced they are yeah. that even when they're coming in, you know, I mean, 30 minutes, that's seven minutes longer than a, than one of the old episodes mm-hmm. would have been, but you don't notice it still feels like a real community episode. So, so, so big ups to, 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 to the gang over there at Yahoo. Did HBO start doing that first? What do you mean? Doing like weird episode lengths. Well, I mean, they they don't have commercials on HBO, so they've always been they had the freedom to do whatever the hell they want. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm just trying to think because, like, I mean, Netflix could have Netflix kind of did this with uh, Arrested Development. I mean, they definitely did Arrested Development episode. They had episodes that were 40 minutes. They had some that were 20. They were all over the map. Yeah. Okay. We're just entering a new age of of uh, TV watching, and, and it's exciting. Yeah. Plugs. All right. Uh, I'd like to talk about another podcast I do called Nerds Eye View, which is uh, where myself and some other good friends of mine get together to talk about films. Uh, and every week we review a new film. Uh, the most recent episode we talk about Furious 7. So that's a good one. Uh, go check that out, nvpodcast.com or benvnetwork.com slash nv or on Twitter at nvpodcast. You can find my personal Twitter at Podcaster Andrew. And I'd like to give a special shout out. Special shout out! Uh, to uh, VoteRoderick.com. Oh, yeah. If you live in sure. Seattle. If you live in Seattle, go to VoteRoderick.com. Or even if you don't, I think we could we could donate. I mean, we could donate, but we couldn't vote. We couldn't vote. But if you live in Seattle and you care about your town, yeah. um, 
Vote for John Roderick. Yeah. Uh, we've been listening to him on Roderick on the Line. And I, I mean, and he's a delightful human and I think a, an honestly a good guy. I, I honestly think he would he would be a good city councilor. He's talked uh, at length on, on various podcasts about how civics are important to him. Yeah. And I think that's something that uh, Americans don't necessarily care about anymore. Yeah. And to have someone who actually cares about the way that a city is run rather than someone who's looking up for a, a stepping stone in their career. Yeah. Uh, it would be really great to to see someone like that win an election. Yeah, I'm gonna say definitely this this podcast endorses John Roderick for Seattle City Council. Yeah, Seattle City Council. Yeah, so that that's great. VoteRoderick.com or I think it's just at VoteRoderick on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. So go check that out. Yeah, definitely. I'll, I'll, I will and listen to Roderick on the line. Go sign on that. Good good stuff all around there. Go to BenViewNetwork.com. Check out all the shows on there like Benson's Boombox, Popsicles, Matt and Brenda's Wrestling Show. Uh, Benview on Spielberg. Uh, we did some fun April Fool's goofums. If you're listening to this show, you've already heard ours, but uh, maybe check out uh, how on Benview on Spielberg. We talked about Shaq for an episode yep. uh, with none other than Andrew Lindy over there. Yep. Um, check out all those on BenviewNetwork.com. Follow me on Twitter. I am at Dr. Matt Benson. That's D R Matt Benson. And, uh, you know, write us an email at shutuplenderpodcast at gmail.com. Follow this show on Twitter at shutuplenpod. Uh, rate us, review us, subscribe to us on iTunes. All those things help us. All this, you know, you'll get a shout out out of the deal, and uh, support us on Patreon. Uh, search for Shut Up Leonard uh, on Patreon. I, b- I believe it's also Patreon.com/slash Shut Up Leonard. Can I? Do we have? I'm going to confirm that. Yeah, go uh, ahead and confirm that. But I'm pretty sure I set that up. But that just way. to 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 <clears throat> remind you once again, what we do. Uh, if you do that, and if enough people do that, we'll we'll do bonus shows, extra content, extra extra this, and and, and we'll talk about whatever the hell you want us to. So uh, uh, within reason. Within reason, yeah. <laughs> it can't be a show that we can't find. That's true. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it, it is in fact patreon.com slash shutupleonard. He is right on that. And, uh, go, go, go do that. Uh, we, you should also check out, uh, recently there was the Anaheim WonderCon occurred and, uh, you can listen to myself and some other hosts on the Benview network, uh, talking about it in a brand new podcast feed, uh, called the, uh, Benview one-offs. Yes. I believe it's just benviewnetwork.com slash one-off. One-off. Or if you go to BenviewNetwork.com, you can find One-off. it there. <laughs> the mystery tour. You'll also find One-off. other Benview Megacasts there Yeah, uh, from previous years. And, of course, we'll be doing one when we get to uh, San Diego Comic-Con. Uh, but you'll never SDCC. know what's going to pop up in the, in the yeah, Benview one-offs yeah. feed. Uh, it, it could be any kind of guest appearances that we make anywhere. Uh, so check that out uh, yeah. for, for more from your favorite Benview Network hosts. Yep. Shut up, Leonard. Since it's apparently sticking around, I want to wake up in 30 years and wonder, what if? Leonard, you better back that pumpkin ass up or I will make a pie. Busted! 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 I was going to invest in IBM in 1952, but life is full of disappointments. Shut up, Leonard. I don't have cable. Leonard likes this post. You scholar! No such thing as bad press. Hello, everybody. I'm Leonard. Leonard Rodriguez. Hi, I'm Brendan Creasy. And I'm Phil Vecchio. And we are the hosts of Radio Brendo Man on the Benview Network. We talk about all kinds of stuff on our podcast. Like what? Like toys and movies and video games and books and other stuff. Poo. Talk about poo? Definitely talk about poo. And you, if, you, if that sounds cool to you and we talk about it every week, go to RadioBrendo.com or go to our page on BenviewNetwork.com and... Yeah, thanks a lot. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network.
You can find this and other podcasts like it at BendUNetwork.com.